Welcome in. It is Priority Talk Live. Happy Friday to you. You made it to the weekend. Thank you very much. Here we go. Hey, nice weather out there. How's it feel, right? Nice, kind of cool this morning. It'll be cool this evening. I'm sure many of you out on the roads headed out to the high school football games this evening or maybe to college football games tomorrow. Uh, enjoy that nice weather in the evenings, all right? It's going to be a beautiful day on Sunday. We encourage you to worship uh, at the uh, church of, uh, of your leading or, or God's leading to you and uh, get in there and uh, get your family and uh, be in church together. Man, you can't do anything better for our country uh, than to uh, lead your family properly. So uh, we encourage all of you to do that coming up on Sunday. But uh, hey, enjoy this nice weather over the weekend. I know I certainly uh, plan to do that myself. And uh, it's getting to be sort of that end of the season. Um, grass cutting, yard work, all that kind of stuff is going to really slow down, get a lot simpler. I know that makes a lot of folks happy. Hey, we're glad to be with you here today, of course, on this uh, on this Friday. And uh, we've got a, a big show for you today. Of course, uh, coming up next hour, Cleet Hux is with us. We continue our conversation, How America Became Pagan. It's part five of this discussion. You can go back and find all four of the other previous discussions at our podcast, PriorityTalkRadio.com, or just search Priority Talk Radio on your favorite podcast platform, and uh, you'll scroll back and find those very easily. We do it every Friday from 6 until 7 p.m., and we sure do enjoy having Cleet with the Apologetic Resource Center in studio with us. And uh, then we also replay that on Sunday morning. So uh, for those of you who get out of church about uh, 11 a.m., when you get in your car, keep it right here on 101.1 FM, and uh, you can catch Cleet and myself. It's the same conversation, but uh, we're also airing it on Sunday mornings between 11 a.m. and noon. But it's available anytime right there at the podcast, Priority Talk Radio. All right. Uh, before that, though, uh, just in about uh, 20 minutes or so, I'm going to visit with Dan Seaborn. He's always one of our favorite guests to talk about um, young people, teenagers, parents, and family issues. He's been with us before, and uh, boy, we're looking forward to this conversation today as well as we uh, talk about winning at home. And uh, it's uh, issues that uh, confuse kids and scare parents. And so we're going to get into some of the uh, issues that all of us as parents are dealing with. If you've got uh, kids or grandkids, they're dealing with these issues, and so that means uh, we are as well as the parents or the grandparents. And so a Dan Seaborn, always, always an outstanding, informative, and, and entertaining guest. And so uh, I know you want to hang on for that, parents. Uh, 5.30 until 6 will be the time frame for that discussion. So until then, uh, we want to catch you up on some things going on in the world. And uh, Stuart's here with us today. Stuart, how are you, my friend? Everything doing, good over there? Doing fantastic. The weather felt All righty. What you got going morning. on this weekend? Weather felt amazing. Going to be sitting around did, watching yes. some football. All right, watching some football. Tonight Absolutely. or just tomorrow? Just tomorrow. All right. Not time to get out to a game this evening, huh? No. It makes it tough. The, you know, the time we do the show, the time we get finished, it uh, it makes it hard uh, to 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 make those Friday night games. But tomorrow, big day for you. What's the schedule tomorrow, Stuart? Do you know the times on the games? No UAB game tomorrow. I believe the Alabama game is around at night, around 6. It's in the evening. evening. I believe so. Okay. Auburn, Missouri. All right, so I'm that's sure. Alabama-Vanderbilt. And then as we uh, talked yesterday, Auburn-Missouri. What time is it? Do you know? I'm not sure. I can check real quick. All right. Well, I don't know how important that is to know, but uh, since we mentioned it, 
you know, I know a lot of folks, uh, that's Saturdays. I always make Saturdays in the fall, you know, that that's like for the most part kind of football day, whether my son was playing football in little league or whatever. Um, you know, we enjoy football. We enjoy that kind of, that kind of stuff on Saturday, but then Sunday, the Lord's day, you know, not the NFL's day. It's the Lord's day. And so we reserve those times, uh, certainly for, uh, for worship and church family and discipleship and all of those kind of issues, uh, with our family on Sundays. I never, never been a big NFL person. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll catch up a little bit here or there and I'm not saying I don't ever watch it, but I can't tell you the last time I watched an entire NFL game from start to finish. I, I just couldn't even tell you, not even a Super Bowl. Uh, I just kind of, I keep that reserved for Saturdays and keep Sundays uh, for more, more important things. Uh, what'd you find out, Stuart? You got it over there? They played 11 in the morning. All right. So they've got the early game. All right. Mm-hmm. Auburn early, Alabama in the evening. So, um, yeah, that makes for a full day. And I'm sure uh, Tennessee, Florida's on in between that. And I think the 2.30 game. Yeah, there's a So, uh, yeah, game. that makes for a full day, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. All right. Stuart catching us up on the football schedule for the weekend. He he watches it all, catches it. And uh, I'll get some of it. I've got other things going on tomorrow as well. Um, but I'm sure I'll uh, settle somewhere. Hey, and then let me remind everybody, now I'll, I'll be in uh, Moundville Sunday morning, 9 a.m. at Moundville Baptist Church. And uh, there with my uh, friend Jason Duckett. He is the pastor there, and uh, Jason and I go way back, and uh, it'll be a pleasure to be back with him. I've never been with him uh, in Moundville, and I'm looking forward to preaching there Sunday morning, 9 a.m. in Moundville. So uh, any of you in that part of the listening audience, if you're close enough and you know, don't, don't uh, forsake your own uh, faith family, but uh, if you need somewhere to worship, I can vouch for Jason and uh, I know another person or two in the church and that's a fine church and would make a, a great place to come and plug into. So, Moundville, I'll be there uh, Sunday morning, 9 a.m., and I'll be preaching the uh, the main worship service. So, uh, hey, if you're a listener, whether that's your regular church or not, if you, if you happen to come Sunday, don't get out of there without uh, saying hello to me, all right? Be, be sure you, you come by and let me know. I love to meet our listeners. And I've been meeting a lot of you um, by phone as we talk about our trip to Israel you know, I always say, if you want to travel to Israel with us next July, email me, greg at prioritytalkradio.com. And I am getting those emails now, by the way. Uh, there was a week or two there where I, had, where I had some email issues, and I did not get those emails. So if, if you contacted me that way and I didn't reply, no offense, I did not get the message. So if you're interested in Israel and you haven't heard back from me, email me, greg at prioritytalkradio.com. And then I'll send you some good information. Uh, you'll have questions. We'll uh, make a time to talk by phone. And I've been meeting a lot of you that way, and I do enjoy that, and I do appreciate uh, getting to have a little, comp, you know, getting to meet you via phone or Zoom or whatever it may be. And uh, whether you travel with us or not, it's still a pleasure to uh, to make contact with you and uh, and get to know our listeners all around uh, North and Central Alabama. I tell you what, uh, folks are just everywhere. Okay, hey, one of the big news stories, we don't have time for a lot of news today, but I did want to hit um, this one real quick. I'm sure by now a lot of you have probably you know seen this, but uh, we wanted to uh, make sure we get our um, you know get it out there as well, our take on it or make sure you know about it because a lot of times I don't cover things here uh, because I figure you've already seen it, heard it or know about it, you know, and I just don't. I think all oh, that's so common that uh, 
you know, they don't need me to talk about it. And then I find out later, and I hear from so many of you, that uh, we're the only news that you uh, that you get basically like this. You just don't uh, don't hear, you know. Sometimes some of these issues in the news, whether they're local or national, a lot of times I just find that uh, you guys miss a lot of these stories. And so I wanted to bring this one to you. Of course, over in Georgia right now, they have got a very hotly contested uh, presidential campaign, I mean, excuse me, governor campaign going on. You know, ours here in Alabama, not so much. Um, you know, we're, we've pretty much, um, you know, whoever wins the Republican primary right now, uh, you know, wins the uh, the general election as the, Repub- as the Republican. So I'm not saying it will always be that way, or it certainly hasn't always been that way, but uh, right now, that's the uh, the reality of of Alabama politics is the governor is a Republican. And so uh, Governor Kay Ivey, of course, uh, will, is, is up for election. I know there's other people on the ballot, but uh, now one of these years, things will probably switch. There'll be a tipping point, and uh, it, it won't, you know, that'll change. But for right now, this year, that's the way it's going to be if people turn up and vote like they should. But in Georgia, very, uh, very contentious race over there. And you've got Stacey Abrams, who, uh, who nearly won the governorship uh, four years ago there and still says she won. You know, it's okay for her to say that, but if Donald Trump says it, uh, he's a threat to democracy, you know. But um, it was very close, and uh, she is running against uh, Republican Brian Kemp, who narrowly defeated her. And it's very hot. I've been talking to some of my uh, friends in the know over there, and they seem to feel like Kemp is pulling ahead. In fact, I was with the uh, Governor Kemp's uh, spokesperson about two weeks ago. I was down in Columbus, Georgia, and he was there, and we had some good conversations. Um, and... Um, so he was there speaking to some pastors, and I got invited to come over as well. Well, Stacey Abrams, who's a Democrat, she is a very not only a Democrat, she is a radical leftist, as radical as they come, quite honestly. Uh, was at the uh, Ray Charles Performing Arts Center. Uh, this was Wednesday, and uh, she told the audience this. Now, talking about abortion, okay, this is a leftist position. There's no such thing as a heartbeat at six weeks. It's a manufactured sound designed to convince people that men have the right to take control of a woman's body. Uh, that was um, her comments um, aimed at Georgia's six-week abortion ban. And, uh, of course, they've passed that since the overturn of Roe v. Wade. They called it the Living Infants Fairness and Equality Act, and it prohib- prohibits abortions after a fetal heartbeat is detected, which can be as early as six weeks of pregnancy. Um, And so that was her knock at that. And uh, amazing. I mean, you know, now we'll go into, you know, for the people who say we must believe the science, it's all about the science. Republicans are science deniers. Uh, The only place that uh, that really counts for Democrats, the only place they even uh, pretend to follow the science, and it's not real science either, is when it comes to uh, climate change or global warming or whatever their latest name for it is. Uh, that That's the issue they always say they follow the science on. Uh, the others are uh, pretty cut and dried on science. And look, even Planned Parenthood, uh, as of yesterday, went in and changed their definition of uh, of heartbeat. Planned Parenthood 
went back on their website. It was sort of uh, done in stealth. And uh, they edited their language about uh, how a uh, baby develops. They call it fetal development. Of course, Planned Parenthood does. So I'll tell you a little bit more about that. i got to take a break. Let, let me do that and come back on the other side, and we'll continue with this topic until the bottom of the hour when Dan Seaborn joins us to talk kids and parenting, winning at home, and then Cleet Hux with us next hour, How America Became Pagan, Part 5. Keep it right here, WXJC Priority Talk. Good news, Christian values. And we welcome you back in here on this Friday evening during the 5 o'clock hour. We're glad to have you along with us, Priority Talk Radio, right here on WXJC 101.1 FM. Of course, always go back and uh, hear everything that you hear. You can catch it at the podcast, Priority Talk Radio. Stuart does a great job of cutting that up for us, making it uh, easy for you to uh, find it and listen to it. It's on all your platforms, Priority Talk Radio. And uh, Dan Seaborn will join us in just a few moments as we uh, discuss winning at home uh, issues that uh, um, scare kids or uh, confuse kids and scare parents. All right. So uh, that's where we're headed here in just a few moments. He's always, always an excellent, excellent guest and uh, does a really good job of uh, informing and educating and inspiring us parents and grandparents as well. And then Cleet Hux next hour, How America Became Pagan, Part 5. Okay, Stacey Abrams running against uh, incumbent in Georgia Republican Governor Brian Kemp said there's no such thing as a heartbeat at six weeks. It's a manufactured sound designed to convince people that men have the right to take control of a woman's body. That is the leftist talking point, oppression, men taking control of a woman's body. Um that, that's the way they go at it, and now she's added in uh, this six week. So, you know, all the, if you just go search fetal heartbeat, <laughs> uh, heartbeat in the womb, go search it. Everything out there, except what's been edited since Wednesday, tells you that uh, a heartbeat is detected as early as five or six weeks. That, that is the science. And these uh, folks that claim they are. Uh, People who follow the science and they, they, they tell folks like me, I'm a science denier. They are the ones who deny the science when it comes to life, when it comes to gender, sex, uh, sexuality. They are the ones that deny the science. And so abort, uh, Planned Parenthood has edited their language from their website about what they call fetal development. And now they assert, really, that there's no heartbeat between five and six uh, weeks of gestation. Uh, they've changed it, and it's been changed since Stacey Abrams made this claim. Uh, you can go back and see that as recently as July 25th this year, uh, Planned Parenthood, on their website, stated that in the fifth and sixth weeks of gestation, quote, a very basic beating heart and circulatory system developed within the fetus. That was the Planned Parenthood website. And uh, now they've uh, changed this content and now instead claim that at five to six weeks, quote, a part of the embryo starts to show cardiac activity. <laughs> they go uh, way around the world. Again, we change the language. Isn't that what the left does? They change the language. They change the definition. And uh, that's what they've done here once again. So now a, heart, a heartbeat, what, what they did call a heartbeat, is now cardiac activity. 
not a heartbeat. And they go on to say, it sounds like a heartbeat on an ultrasound, but it's not a fully formed heart. Well, no duh. It's five or six weeks. Yeah. But there's a heartbeat. If there's cardiac activity, uh, I guess maybe there could be a fine line in there, but it'd be really fine. If you've got activity, What what is that but a heartbeat? So it sounds like a heartbeat on an ultrasound, but it's not a fully formed heart. It's the earliest stage of the heart developing, the organization says. My goodness. Um, yeah. Uh, did we not know that five to six weeks is the earliest stage of a, uh, of a heart developing and coming together and being active and, uh, and beating? I mean, these folks, man, I tell you what, um, they will do anything to uh, to justify the uh, the barbaric practice of abortion the ultimate uh, the ultimate sin in our country quite honestly uh and uh you know and, and they go right along with it so stacy abrams now uh the one that's um, controlling the narrative for planned parenthood she is their uh, she she's their gal and if she becomes governor of georgia hmm not good. Um, so, it's um, amazing. Brian Kemp, of course, uh, led the way, uh, of course, with uh, other Republican legislators in Georgia to pass that heartbeat bill, which, um, you know, if, if you sense, if you hear of heartbeat or if you are able to um, get a heartbeat, you can't perform an abortion. Now, Alabama's law is even uh, more strict than that. Uh, it goes all the way back to the... Uh, uh, implantation and fertilization. Uh, you don't even need a heartbeat. But uh, by the time a woman finds out that she's pregnant, there's pretty much a heartbeat. I mean, you know, that's the way it, that's just it. Now, according to the National Library of Medicine, okay, let's follow the science here. At five weeks, the baby's brain, spinal cord, and heartbeat begin to develop. And by six, its heart continues to grow and now beats at a regular rhythm. This can be seen by ultrasound. I mean, uh, we could go one source after another. Just do a search yourself and you can find it. Uh, this is evil. Look, I've, I've got a brother and his family that live in Georgia. Uh, anybody you know in Georgia, uh, you better make sure they go vote. If you've got uh, family or friends or you know, in particular, if you've got uh, grandparents or great grandparents, and I, and some of you do, because we've got listeners all the way over, you know, actually into Georgia. So uh, if you live in Georgia, go vote. But if you live near Georgia or have uh, friends or family that live across the border, uh, apparently, you know, from what the from what uh, the Democrats tell us, uh, you know, and many Republicans tell us, you know, you guys are all going across the border and buying lottery tickets. How about go across the border and make sure people get to vote on this uh, upcoming? vote for governor in the state of Georgia. It's a big one. And uh, at the same time, they're going to vote for governor. You know, they're also voting for uh, Senate over there, as we are here. But uh, again, uh, it's hard to uh, win a statewide race as a Democrat in Alabama right now. I'm not saying all of them that win a statewide race as Republicans. I'm not saying they're all super conservative, but they're, they're, they have an R beside their name. Uh, but, uh yeah, so we've got, you know, Katie Britt on the uh, ballot there, and it'll be difficult for her not to win. Uh, 
But over there, it's a different story. So when they go to vote for uh, Senate, they're voting uh, between uh, Warnock, who claims to be a reverend, and he's quite honestly probably even more radical than Stacey Abrams, with a rev before his name. And then um, you've got him again, and uh, Herschel Walker, the, uh, the the great running back from uh, UGA from the early 80s, uh, running in that Senate race over there. And uh, I don't know uh, how excited I am about Herschel Walker. Don't really know too much, except a little bit I see on national television about him. But, um, I, you know, he can't be any worse than Warnock over there. My goodness. It, it, he's got to be this side of, of of that. And that's where we're at right now is Walker or Warnock. So I'm sure there might have been uh, more known conservative candidates for Senate, but they, they didn't get the nomination. So, um, just giving you that update, that's the new language of the far left now, is that there's not a heartbeat at five or six weeks, uh, that that is, uh, you know, uh, not really a heartbeat that we hear here there. There's not no such thing as a heartbeat, Stacey Abrams says. It's a manufactured sound. Now, I don't, I don't know what she means by that. If she, if she thinks the ultrasounds are... Uh, you know, if they push a button somewhere, you know, like up underneath the side, you know, kind of like if you're in a bank and you're getting robbed, maybe uh, you can push the ultrasound technician can push a button that makes a kadunk, I don't know. Uh, of course, that's not happening. Uh, you do the ultrasound and it's there or it's not. And um, she says, though, it's a manufactured sound. And don't forget why it's there to convince people that men have the right to take control of a woman's body. My goodness. All righty. We've got to take another break here at the bottom of the hour. We're glad you're with us. It's Priority Talk Radio. Greg Davis here with you. I'll be in Moundville Sunday morning, Moundville Baptist Church, 9 a.m. Hope some of you will come out and see us. I'll be preaching there and uh, look really looking forward to it. And uh, we've got Dan Seaborn with us when we come back on the other side of this break. Outstanding guest talking parenting here on a Friday afternoon. And a lot of you headed out to the ball games tonight, I know. As you're driving, if you got kids in your life, this will be a great conversation for you to listen to on the way. And then uh, Cleet Hux joins us after the top of the hour at 6, and we continue our conversation, How America Became Pagan. It's part 5. Stay with us right here on WXJC. It's Priority Talk Radio. Good news, Christian values. <music> 